the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is Common Mistakes to Avoid in 2019. Common Mistakes to Avoid in 2019. Today we stand on the threshold of the unknown. Before us lies a new year. Who knows what will happen in 2019? Who knows what new experiences or changes will come our way? Who knows what needs will arise? The fact is that none of us knows what will happen in the next 12 months. Whether we will be alive, whether we will be in good health, whether we will have a job, whether we will have a place to live, There is always an element of insecurity to our lives as human beings. A mark of maturity is when you begin to realize that most of what happens in the world is out of your control. So you begin to focus on the things you can control, the things that you are responsible for. So how does God want us to relate to this new year? Does he want us to be worried or to be threatened by all the things, possible things that could happen? In order for us to have a a happy new year, a productive year, a year in which we can receive God's abundant blessings, we need to avoid some of the common mistakes that people make. And the first one, I have four here, but the first one is worrying about the future. Worrying about the future. Jesus frequently pointed out the futility of worry. He said it does, all it does is to make your life miserable. Worry cannot change anything in your life. It cannot change your past. It cannot control the future. Worry cannot solve the problems you have right now. All worry does is to make you miserable. Worry has never solved a problem. Worry has never caused something to happen or not to happen. It is worthless, useless, futile. Jesus said it like this in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 27. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Of course not. 
And in Matthew 6, verse 34, Jesus says, Do not worry about tomorrow. It will have enough worries of its own. There is no need to add to the troubles each day brings. What Jesus is saying is live one day at a time. Why? Because God has given us the future in bite-sized elements or increments, 24-hour periods. If you had to face the entire future all at once, it would be overwhelming. You would be stressed out. It would blow your mind to know all the things that are going to happen to you during your lifetime. So, fortunately, God keeps it a secret, and you only have to face life one day at a time. So what is the wise way to face the future? It is not useless worrying. It is to trust God and make each day count. But another common mistake that um, people make is arrogance about the future. Arrogance about the future. In Proverbs chapter 27, verse 1, Solomon says, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. Some people are always bragging about what they are going to do. Isaiah chapter 56 and verse 12 talks about those who arrogantly assume that everything will be the way they want them to be. And so uh, Isaiah 56, 12 reads, Come, they say, we will get some wine and have a party. Let's all get drunk. Let this go on and on, and tomorrow will be even better. He said, they are saying, let's have a party. Nothing is going to change. Just eat, drink, and be merry. As a result, they do no preparation for the future. They are totally consumed with today. They assume that everything is going to be just fine. But the Bible tells us there are two very significant reasons why we should never presume on the future. One is that life is unpredictable. Look at what James has to say in James 4, 14 through 16. Why? You don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. As it is, you boast and brag. All such boasting is evil. James says you don't even know what is going to happen tomorrow. How many of you a year ago today knew that you were going to lose a loved one? How many of you would have predicted that you would lose your job? Or that you would have a new job that you now have? Or that you would spend time in the hospital See, none of us knows what's going to happen. We can guess that's all. The other reason that we should not presume on the future is because the Bible says that life is brief. 
James says, your life is like a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. He said, James is saying, life is short. You don't even know if you will be alive tomorrow. So why spend time worrying about it? The truth is, everybody in this room is one heartbeat away from eternity. You don't know if you have five heartbeats or 50 or 50 million, but it could happen anytime. So he's saying, why worry when you don't know what is going to happen tomorrow? So we, we say, I'll get it done tomorrow. What you're going to do with your life, get it done now. Don't wait. Don't waste time. Anything could happen. Proverbs 22 and verse 3 it says, A prudent person foresees the danger ahead and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. See, instead of arrogantly assuming, you ought to look ahead and prepare. That's a wise way. Look ahead and prepare. But the third mistake that um, all of us make really is faulty planning. Faulty planning. James illustrates this mistake with a conversation between a couple of businessmen. In James 4 and verse 13, he says, Now listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Now you read that and you think, what's wrong with that? It sounds like he's got a plan. It sounds like he's thinking ahead. It sounds like a typical, well-thought-out business plan. But notice the details. He plans when? Today or tomorrow. Where? This or that city. How long? Spend a year there. What is he going to do? Carry on business. Why? In order to make money. So what's wrong with that kind of planning? Nothing. There's nothing wrong with making a profit or having a good business plan. What's wrong is what he forgot to do. There is not one mention of God in his planning. It's all his own plans, his own dreams, his own ambition, his own goal setting. Not once has he consulted God in his planning. Now, many of you are believers and you love the Lord. But when it comes to planning your life, you don't consult God at all. When it comes to planning your calendar, you don't even think about God. When you start planning your finances, you don't invite God in on the planning process because if you did, you would give God far more than you give him right now. When you start looking at where you are going to spend your vacation, what your next project will be, you just go right on acting like an unbeliever. Planning is great, but planning without prayer is presumption. Many people plan their lives as if God does not exist at all. 
None of us knows what's going to happen tomorrow, much less the rest of this year. Life is always a question of possibilities, which only God knows. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse 7 says, Since no man knows the future, who can tell him what is to come? Nobody can. No psychic, no futurologist. Nobody can accurately predict the future. God made it that way. And so James 4 and verse 15, the second part of verse 15, it says, Instead, you ought to say, If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. The Bible says that the wise way to prepare for the future is to pray as you plan. Include God in your goal setting and say, if this is what God wants me to do, this is what I'm going to do. You should pray, Lord, what do you want me to do in 2019? What is your will for my life? Not what I think is best, but what do you want me to do? God, I'm tired of going my way. I don't want to do my thing anymore. I want to do your thing. Because your thing leads to growth, maturity, significance, success, meaning, and purpose in life. Say, God, I want to do what you want me to do. Obviously, I'm here, so that means you're not through with me yet. You still have a plan and a purpose for my life. I'm still here in 2019. You didn't let me die in 2018 and take me home to heaven. So that means that you have a purpose for me and I want to live in 2019 doing your purpose. You pray as you plan. Proverbs 16 verse 1 says, We make our plans, but God has the last word. And in Proverbs 16 verse 9, we should make plans counting on God to direct us. So when I pray, God, I want to do what you want, I'm recognizing a fundamental principle of the universe, which is that God is in control and I'm not. If I want my life to go smoothly this year, it helps for me to get on God's agenda rather than trying to create an agenda of my own. So here is what I suggest you do. Do some prayerful planning, some prayerful goal setting, and ask God to direct you in everything that you do. But the fourth major mistake to avoid uh, in 2019 is lazy procrastination. Lazy procrastination. It's a fact of life that when you postpone and procrastinate, little problems get bigger. You have a marriage problem and you don't deal with it, it gets bigger. You have a problem with your children and you don't deal with it, it gets bigger. You have a conflict with a friend or co-worker or relative or employer or employee and you don't deal with it, it gets bigger. Some of you have problems from 2018 which you have carried over to 2019 and that's not good. 
People say we'll wait a while because time heals everything. But time heals nothing. It is God that heals, not time. Time just makes wounds fester and gets worse. Some of you are still dealing with problems from years ago because you have never faced them. You were hurt as a child or abused, and you pushed it down and never dealt with it. But one day you have to deal with it so that healing can take place. Don't carry last year's problems into the new year. Don't be lazy and procrastinate. It doesn't solve anything. Now, did you know that God calls procrastination a sin? Listen to James 4 and verse 17. Anyone then who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it sins. So James is saying that when you know the right thing to do and you postpone it, you delay it, you are sinning. And do you know that you can sin by doing nothing? You see, we think of sin as all of those evil, wicked, and bad things that people do. But the Bible says that when you know the right thing to do and you don't do it, that is a sin. So when you procrastinate doing the right thing, that's a sin. So when you say, I know it's the right thing, but one of these days I'll get around to it, that's a sin. Proverbs three twenty-seven and 28, do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, come back later. I'll give it tomorrow when you now have it with you. So what is the wise way to enter 2019? Instead of procrastinating, the wise way to deal with the future is do it now. The thing that you know is already right, the right thing to do, then you do it now. See, we're going to take the Lord's Supper in just a little while. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 that we are to use the Lord's Supper as a time of self-evaluation. We are to check out what is wrong with our life, ask God's forgiveness, and change our ways. Now, what a great time to do it at the beginning of the, of the year. So here's my question to you. What is it that you knew to do in 2018, but you haven't done it, and it is now 2019. What are you waiting on? What is it that God has told you to do, and you know that it is the right thing to do, but you just haven't done it yet? What are you waiting on? God said to some of you in 2018, I want you to accept my son as my gift of love and salvation grace to you. You thought about it, and you went through all of 2018, and it is now 2019, and you're still not in the family of God. Are you going to go through a whole other year of disobedience? You can begin not just a new year. You can begin a new life. So start the new year off 
by saying, Jesus, come into my life and, and save me and change me and help me to get on the right pathway. Now, many of you have already done that, but there are other things that God wants you to do, but you have just put them off. Many of you are believers, but you have never taken that public step of being baptized. You went all through 2018 and never did it. Now it is 2019. The Bible teaches very clearly that you need to be a member of a church family and be committed to one. This is the way God has planned it. This is the way he has set up his, his church and, and um, uh, wants us to be a part of that for which he died and to... Uh, for us to get to the kind of nurture and support and encouragement that we all need in order to make it through the difficult uh, times of life. Some of you have been attending, uh, but never joined. But why not today? You know you need to be involved in a ministry where you can serve others in the name of Jesus. But you have not. You know that God says that you are to tithe, that is, to give him the first tenth, ten percent of what you make as a mark of gratitude for all uh, he has done for you, but you are still not doing it. You know you should be sharing your faith with um, family and friends and co-workers, but you have not done so. What is it that you didn't do in 2018? that you know you should do in 2019. Do what you know you ought to do and do it now. Nobody has to wait in order to acquire God's forgiveness. Nobody has to wait in order to receive God's unsurpassable peace. No one has to to wait in order to enjoy God's marvelous mercy or to appreciate his Amazing grace to have his one to have his wonderful fellowship day by day and to obtain his divine assistance. Remember, nobody knows which step will be their last step. Nobody knows which breath will be their last breath. Nobody knows which day will be their last day. Nobody knows which hour will be their last hour. Nobody knows which decision will be their last decision. So whatever you need to do to make this year the best year of your life, then do it now. Why not seek God's help now? Why not trust in God's grace now? Why not believe God's word now? Why not accept his salvation now? And why not submit to God's will now? If you do, you will be blessed in 2019 in ways that you could not even imagine. And so, my brothers and sisters... Trust in the Lord. Do what he wants you to do. And 2019 will be a great year for you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. 
Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 1045 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.